I want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to start Click. the pot. Guys, James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to another edition of the show. It is Friday. It is October the 13th. It's Friday the 13th. It is a scary day, but hopefully you found me in good spirits. Thank you for joining me, whether it's on HighPodAmDad.com, any streaming service, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. I always appreciate you guys joining me here, uh, listening to me kind of talk a little bit about life, about family, and it's been a really good Really good few weeks for me. Things have been um, surprisingly amazing. You know, sometimes things start to hit on on all cylinders and you just keep going and going and going and you find yourself with some good momentum. And that's kind of where I'm at right now with a lot of things, both professionally, personally. And it's it's something that I've learned through the years to kind of be okay with. Um, you know, I've talked about this in the past, but, you know, I've struggled sometimes to trying to figure out why things will sometimes bring you down a little bit. And I'm not alone in this. And talking about this isn't some major thing where I'm I'm sharing insight into my brain. I know everybody kind of feels that way. Sometimes when good things happen, it's kind of hard to settle into it, to feel it, to appreciate it. Um, I read somewhere once that we never live in the fruits of our labor because we're always working for something else. So we strive and we fight and we try to get to that next level. And then even when we hit that next level, we're already striving and fighting for the next level to the point where you don't really have the time to appreciate anything. And we just kind of hustle to the finish line until it's over. And I'm learning not to do that. Not only that, but I'm also learning not to anticipate the bad moments. And I think that's one of the other problems too. We go up, we go down. Um, so sometimes when good things happen, we're just kind of apprehensive. Like, well, all right, when's someone to come along and... uh and pull the rug out from underneath this. And I'm also learning not to do that. But the most important thing, um, and as it relates to parenthood, um, as it relates to Lucas, to my son, nonverbal, he has autism. Get that right out of the way at the beginning of it. So it, it gives you guys some context if you've never listened to these before. But um, when my boy was little and we would go to the school and we would go to these in-home aides and teachers and things like that, they would always ask what, what we wanted him to do. And we'd always say the same thing. I want him to talk. Can you teach him some words, please? Can you get him? Well, yeah, but do you want him to learn how to talk? Just talk. Well, what about talk? And there's always that. It was like this laser-focused tunnel vision on getting him to speak. And as the years went on and the months and all that stuff went on, it started to become clear that he might not. you know, Or, in the very least, it might be a longer process than I was prepared for. Because you got to remember, when you have um, a baby, a child, and you know that they're starting to hit milestones at a certain point, you're always anticipating it. When's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? You feel as though language especially is right around the corner. And there were things that Lucas would do that made us feel that way. But at the same time, there were things that he did where I could see that we were much further away. 
than we should be, even to this day. He has no words, none. Doesn't really even approximate anything. There's not a lot of like trying to do it. He's always had an issue with imitating movement with his mouth. He can't pop his lips if you have him do it. Uh, even making kissy face, like if I go, he doesn't really get it, he'll touch his mouth. So he can't really imitate things with his lips and his tongue and things like that. He could do hand motions, hand motions, movements. If I dance around, he could dance around. For some reason, that's always been an issue. And that's something that we spotted even early on, you know, saying to myself, well, he's not, he's not even trying. They go, well, as soon as they start babbling, as soon as they start trying to imitate you, and you're like, okay, and that didn't happen. So I started to come to this conclusion, and we had an aide, and I've talked about this before. I think our coordinator had said, what you need to do is keep track of what he's doing now, and in six months, keep track of what he's doing then and see what the changes are. Because if you're always focused on just talking and just speaking, you miss the advancements. You miss where you're at. And that was advice. And keep in mind, this lady, and all, and all the time we work with her, I think this is her only good piece of advice, but it was um, amazing as I apply it to my entire life. This piece of advice works for everybody and for everything. And with Lucas, it works for him, especially because I can look back now. And even now, like we just recently went... Um, Recently, the other day, we went out, uh, me, Lauren, uh, her son, Christian, you guys know my girlfriend, Lauren, her son is minimally verbal as well. We went a year ago to a pumpkin farm and it was kind of awful. Uh, they were they were upset. They didn't want to be there. Lucas, especially whining and crying and laying down and all that stuff. And we went back again this year and it was like night and day. The two of them loved it. We got pictures. There was laughing. They were sitting with pumpkins. It was it was pretty amazing to see. And it's the kind of thing that if you don't remember how things used to be, you don't appreciate when they're good now. And that with Lucas is something that has happened. And I've noticed it with things that he does, you know, whether he, whether he, uh, you know, identifies a new word, you know, go get your cup and he'll get his cup right away. And you go, Hey, that's cool. He didn't do that a year ago. Things like that. Uh, put on your shirt. He puts his shirt on. They seem like little things because no one's milestones and nobody's um, aspirations as a parent are things like, uh, well, what do you want to do in the next year? I want to teach my son what the word cup means. No, you don't do that. You're like, I want him to talk. I want him to drive a car. I want him to, you know, be the president of the United States. So you don't really focus on those, those smaller kind of, uh, smaller details, I guess, along the way. And my son has made advancements in the last year. And I see that and I'm excited about it. And me too, though, as you guys know, and I've I've definitely, I've tried to kind of alter this podcast a little bit, alter the blog a little bit to be more focused on parenting and not on my son. But I, I have talked in the past about my own personal life. And a year ago, I was kind of in a hell a year ago. The 2022 went, you know, <laughs> to hell in a handbasket pretty quick. Um, as you guys know, I had a job. It was eliminated. I was struggling, trying to figure out what I was going to do next. Nobody's hiring. Is it? And all these things, it was such a concern about what am I going to do to keep the lights on over here. And now here I am a year later and my life has done a 180. I'm in one of the best spots I've ever been in. I feel great. I'm happy uh, personally, professionally, all this stuff. And I look back at a year ago and I'm able to appreciate that. And I think that's something that we all need to do a little more of. Remember who you used to be. Sometimes it's hard to do that. Sometimes it's hard to look back at um, the decisions we made and the people we were because you're not that person now. And that shows your growth. You know what I mean? Like on one hand, I turn around and go, well, look, look how great I'm doing now. 
It's fantastic. But also I look back on the old days and I'm like, how did, how did I get like that? Why did I think this way? Why did I do these things? And it gives you a chance to analyze, not just your behaviors, but also to be proud of yourself, not just for accomplishments, but also for how you handle things. And I think I've learned how to handle situations, how to handle people. Uh, I've learned to just, you know, the ones who matter, matter. The ones who don't, don't. No one really lives rent-free in my head anymore. All that stuff they used to say, they live rent-free in your head. I used to get really upset about that. What is that supposed to mean? I can't care. No, it's not about not caring. It's about focusing on yourself, focusing on your family, focusing on the people who matter. And that's what I try to do now. I try to focus on myself, focus on the people who matter. And in doing so, I got to tell you guys, I am, <laughs> you know, it's a really, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling to not kind of, feel like you have things weigh on your mind a little bit. Now, keep in mind, man, things still weigh on my mind. I have two kids. I have a teenage daughter who I love very much, but I worry about her going, you know, into the world. She's a teenager. I remember this age. So I see her interact with people in the back of my head. I'm like, they better be good people. Like what's happening. So that worries me. Lucas, of course, I'm worried about all the time. My little guy, um, you know, Christian, Lauren, people that I, that I care about in my life are always there. And they're always people that, I want to make sure we're okay and that I have concerns about, but it's not in a negative way like it used to be where it was constantly like, oh, what are you going to do about this? And what are you going to do about that? And just kind of like burying you underneath these worries and concerns because at the end of the day, look, it's a year later, I'm doing great. Everybody around me is doing great. That I kind of have confidence. I have confidence like even as it relates to Lucas. You know, I worry about him. I want to make sure he's okay. I want to make sure he's in the right place. As you guys know, he went to a new school this year, all that other stuff. And all of that was always worrying me. But I've seen what he's done and I've seen how he's bounced back. I've seen how he's taken to school. He loves it there. He's happy. He's doing well. I'm proud of him. And I have faith in him. And I have faith in my daughter and I have faith in the people I love. And most importantly, I have faith in myself. And in doing that, I don't know, it puts me in a good state of mind. So hopefully you guys are in a similar state too. Of you, positive things happen to positive people. Who said that? Coop, your old catcher. That's from the movie The Fan. Nobody really knows the movie The Fan. I love the movie The Fan. Robert De Niro, Wesley Snipes. Watch it. Now do you care? Now do you care? Just a little bit. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I'm gonna kick out of here in a second. I just wanna give you guys a quick update on the blog. As you could hear, I've been uh, I've been welcoming autumn with my my sinuses or whatever's happening. So not feeling 100%, but feeling pretty good, maybe 85% uh, moving forward. So thank you guys for taking the time to listen. Do me a favor, go to highblogomdad.com. Of course, that is the place where everything is, all the work that I've done uh, ever since 2017, two blogs a week uh, on Monday and on Wednesday. And honestly, it has been one of those things that I don't know, it keeps me going. I love writing these things. I love putting work out there for you guys. And I love reading your comments on it uh, and knowing the people who relate and the people who get it. Uh, this week, I wrote about parallel universes, balancing my special needs son and my teenage daughter. And it's about kind of that back and forth. My daughter needs to go somewhere. My son needs to go somewhere. They, you know, it, it becomes a whole hassle. So read that. If you have a sibling and you have a special needs child, you will totally get it. Even if you just have siblings, you know, <laughs> they don't have to be special needs. You'll get it. Balancing kids is very... Very difficult. And then the other one, Strings of Connection, Embracing the World of My Son with Autism, uh, talking a little bit about going into Lucas's world, uh, the self-soothing methods that he uses, and the fact that I, along with everybody else, I do most of the things that he does. 
You know, he might start and stop videos. I have listened to songs on repeat. He claps and he shrieks excitedly. And I'll sit there, you know, planning this podcast and just be like, you know, that kind of under the breath, like, what am I doing today? Um, I do that all the time. Very similar. Uh, And I think things like that are important to keep an eye on because it shows you that, you know, autism, even nonverbal autism is not all that different from the things that we do. And these stimming techniques are things that we all take part in. The only difference between me and my boy is that he's not embarrassed of it. Like he'll go out and he'll do whatever he wants to do. If it's shrieking or clapping or screaming or jumping around, if he's excited and it makes him happy, he's going to do it. And if you look at him, he doesn't care. And I'm learning to be like that. I admire him for that. It's uh it's part of autism appreciation. I talk about it all the time, but yeah, I appreciate him and I appreciate the things that autism brings to his personality and that is one of them. So please do me a favor. Go to highblogomdad.com. Check it out. Drop me a line. Let me know what you think. I would really appreciate it. Go on Facebook, like our page, follow me on all social media. Hi, James Gutman, and come back here next Friday on highpodomdad.com. And that does it for me. I want to thank you guys once again. Until next time, James Gutman saying, I'll be well. Bye, pod. I'm dad. <laughs>